This is Billy Alexander from the band Why Why Not, and I'm listening to the David Bowers Awards. Why? Because all the cool kids are doing it. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you. Thank you so much, the legendary John Bon Jovial. Thank you, listeners, for joining us around the world once again on this first day of Daylight Saving Time 2023. And if you didn't set your clock ahead overnight... You're probably not listening to this now because you got up too late and missed it. But uh, never fear, it will remain on archive for <laughs> for a very long time. I don't know about forever, but it'll be there for a very long time. You'll be able to come back and listen to it again. We have today what we have uh, labeled the meeting of the Michaels. As it turns out, both of our guests are named Michael, and by some fluke, the introductory song is by a group whose lead singer's name is Michael. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let John Bon Jovi do this. John, why don't you do the honors of yes. introducing this uh, introductory song? Well, we have an introductory song. It's by a band called Breathing Air. No, actually, that's the name of the song is Breathing Air, and it's the Pharaoh Band. And as far as uh, our man Michael is concerned, it's a rock soul band, and they formed in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I believe it was in the summer of 2019, if I'm reading my notes correctly here. And uh, what they do is they mix their thought-provoking lyrics with infectious driving melodies. They compare their music to uh, eating a friend pierogi. A friend pierogi? That's supposed to be fried. (laughs) Dipped in hot sauce. (laughs) So, okay, that's giving us kind of a hint as to what this music is all about. So, folks, I think without further ado, we're going to play our uh, The David Bowers Awards Indie Song of the Week, and we like to call it Breathing Air by a band called The Pharaoh Band.
exchange words of advice. Breathe air, breathe in, breathe out. I, I like the concept <laughs> of that. That's Michael Farrow and his Farrow Band, and you can find out more about them at farrowband.com. David, I like that. I think that's got a nice, upbeat, positive sound. It's got a great commercial beat to it. Uh, I want to hear more from these guys, and, and I hope we can get them uh, on our air with us. Indeed, I have to agree with you on that one. I, I kind of thought you'd like it. A four-year-old band out of Buffalo, New York, and uh, I worked with a band, an oldies band out of Buffalo back in the days of Shanana, and uh, there's some good music come out of the uh, Queen City up there. Uh, you just don't get to hear too much of it because they, uh, I don't know, they tend to they tend to stay home regional. And uh, this one's got a chance to break out. I, I get a touch, I get a subtle touch of earth, wind, and fire to them. And I, I love the instrumentation. They've got just enough funk to make it seriously funky, but yet sexy mellow, right? That's the feeling I get. Oh, yeah. They, the mellow attitude of this song, along with this upbeat attitude and upbeat rhythm and the horn section and uh, the vocals... Uh, the bass player is working his butt off on this song. It is, uh, it's a good combination. It's a right combination, and they fell into something pretty cool there. Absolutely, and I think we did too by stumbling across this music by the band who called themselves Farrow. It's led by singer Michael Farrow, who says that uh, you're going to hear music that's funky, it's rocking, and it's soulful. And he adds, we like to talk about really serious topics, but joyfully, and have a good time. In addition to finding them on places like YouTube and all the other usual places, they add exclusive content to their fan club channel, which you can find out more of from their website, ferroband.com. That's ferro, F-A-R-R-O-W, ferroband.com. Check them out. This is the David Bowers Awards show, where every show is an award show, which makes each and every one of our guests an automatic award winner. Speaking of winners, John Bon Jovial, how are things in the, the land of Bon Jovialism? Well, I got to tell you, as of uh, this recording, um, which was uh, set down prior to Daylight Saving Time, but of course that's when we're going to air, uh, I got to go to... My first Red Sox game of the year, spring training. You know, they do it just up the road from us in Fort Myers. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, you Yankee fans, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you, you you just got this warped attitude that the that the world is yours because of those ridiculous pinstripes. But uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You know, you can live your delusional way, you know, way and, 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 and I'll go with my glorious and wonderful Red Sox way. But... It was a beautiful day. It was just magnificent. We were in the shade, had a beautiful breeze. The temperature was probably about 88 or 90 degrees. Uh, Red Sox won, which is always a beautiful thing. And so, you know, life continues to be interesting and good here on Florida's southwest Gulf Coast. Did you have any friendly pierogies? Uh, dipped in hot sauce. Uh, no, they have... At, uh, at at Fenway Park South, which is what they call it, they have these killer Italian sausages with the sautéed onions and green peppers. I remember. And I tell you what, it is, you just, you know, you take your bite into that and you think that you have just died and gone to heaven. Oh, it absolutely. Is, <laughs> I do remember oh those Oh, my God, things. it is so good. 
Yeah, well, yeah, we went. Yeah, we 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 kind of pegged out on those things. I remember. You know, baseball is back, folks. If any of you know me well enough, you probably know that I'm an absolute diehard go to hell Red Sox fan. I love my Red Sox just like David loves his Yankees, so I can't imagine why. But the <laughs> fact that baseball is back it's just all is right with the world because baseball Absolutely. is back. Doesn't matter if the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Pirates, it could be the Indians or now the Guardians. Doesn't matter. Baseball is back. Take your basketball, your football, and all your other sports and put them on the shelf. It's baseball season, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the Not name that of that right. tune. <laughs> we want to say hello and salute some of the friends who help support the show, including that uh, great Texas rock band, Kitty Bingo, who's provided our theme song and has a ton of other great music out there, both their own and when they backed up other artists. You might check them out at kittybingo.com. They definitely make it worth your while to check them out. Also want to say hello to our friends at Rochester Free Radio, including Mr. Steve Litvak, whose Rock and Roll Rumble show follows the David Bowers Awards Saturdays on Rochester Free Radio. WRFZ FM 106.3, and uh, he has a, an amazing collection of, as he puts it, incredibly obscure music, and you're going to love it. You're going to hear some of this stuff, and you're going to say, hey, why didn't I ever hear that before? Followed by Armin Spins, who is a local legend in Rochester, and he's got a bunch of stuff that's uh, going to wake you up a little bit, too. Some great music coming out of Rochester Free Radio on Saturdays right after the David Bowers Awards. And John Bon Jovial, got a quick minute here to tell us about our friends at Anchor FM. Absolutely. Anchor FM, they are another one of these podcast platforms, like there are so many of them out there now. And they're all very good. But Anchor FM, they take a little bit further. Uh, the thing that we like about them is, well, of course, they air the David Bowers Awards. And you can hear each and every one of our episodes on Anchor FM. But at the end of this episode and each episode prior to this, there's a link at the end where you can make a donation which helps the David Bowers Awards promote indie artists, their management and their writing skills, the choreography of the music. It is just something that we have dedicated ourselves to make the world of the indie musician a little bit better because there's so much talent out there. So you can do that. I mean, you can go to Apple Music and all these other places, but we'd really appreciate it if you'd check out Anchor FM and make a donation at the end of the episode if you're of a mind to do so. We'd really appreciate it. You can find them. Go to Bing. Go to Google. Just put in a search for Anchor FM. It'll come right up. David? Thank you very much. Thank you, John Bon Jovial. And now to our first guest. We referred early to the fact that uh, this is the meeting of the Michaels this week. And we had Michael Farrow with his band, Farrow, at the beginning of the show. Our next guest who is going to be sitting in and talking with us on Rockstar 101, our recurring segment where we talk about what it takes to make it in today's music industry. And we have a pro at it, Mr. Michael Stover of MTS Records and Management is joining us. He has a fantastic track record. The guy is a real professional. And the thing that I like about him most is the fact that everybody that knows him, that works with him, has nothing but good things to say. So let's get right to it. Let's get Michael Stover of MTS Records and Management and a long list of credits for Michael and his organization, a lot of awards, which we want to touch on, and the fact that 
They are more than just a management group. They are a full-service management agency, and that is one of the reasons that we have had Michael come on here with us today to discuss what it takes to make it in today's music industry. Michael, welcome aboard. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So glad to have you. We've talked about having you on for some time. It's good to have you here with us today. And uh, as I just said, we're going to talk about what it takes to make it in the industry. But I wanted to touch first on your organization. Now, you you say that you're a full-service management agency. What exactly does that mean? Uh, Well, we actually started as a management agency 13 years ago, uh, doing full-time, day-to-day business management for artists, um, starting out with a couple indie artists. And from there, it's actually morphed into much more than that. Um, We do mostly publicity and promotions for our artists, uh, getting them the coverage on magazines and blogs, websites, uh, you know, radio, TV, anywhere we can expose the listeners to their music. And a lot of promotions uh, came out of that, uh, doing iTunes and Spotify um, promotion. You know, as the industry continues to morph in different ways, we like to stay in touch with the new things that are coming out and make sure that we're getting involved with that social media influencing. Um, you know, we, we get into that area too. And then we got the record label going from that. So, you know, kind of almost like a one-stop shop for an indie artist, uh, you know, from the management to the promotion and publicity and then the social media campaigns, it's it's all there. The only thing I don't do a lot of is booking. I don't, uh, I haven't really gotten there, but I'm working on something with somebody right now. I don't blame you there. I tried that one several years back, and uh, you know, that's a job that I'd rather leave to someone who really likes that kind of work. You guys have done a fantastic job. I mean, You've got a list of awards that we don't have time to go into. You've charted, what, 15 number one New Music Weekly chart singles, eight top 85 Music Row singles. You've had, what, 50 top 40 iTunes chart singles, and on and on it goes. And I know from following you online, you have an almost never-ending string of international music awards for your artists. That's one of the reasons we look upon you as someone who can tell us what it takes to make it today. First off, let me ask you this. When you are looking for an artist or looking at an artist who is looking for management, what do you look for? Well, the first thing that I need to see is some level of talent. Um, You know, I don't believe in taking something that is just complete, uh, completely not ready for mass consumption and trying to sell it to people. Uh, I do get a lot of people that send me stuff on a daily basis that I have to politely decline. Um, They're just not ready. For me, it always starts with, do I hear a, do I hear something in the production and the voice that is going to allow it to stand up next to what's out there? Um, We do like to do a lot of radio promotion. That's something I didn't touch on. Um, So it's got to stand up at radio. From there, you know, I like to, I like to, hear the songs you know there's got to be there's got to be not only talent in the performance of the song but there's got to be a an actual quality song something that can pull the listener in and keep them interested and then from there i think it goes to um probably what their online presence would be 
You know, do they have a website? Do they have Facebook? No, I have worked with some artists who have recordings and, and nothing else, you know, and, and I can build it up from there. That's not a problem, but I, I usually like to see some kind of online presence. Sure, I understand that. John Bon Jovial, come on in here. I know you want to get involved in this conversation. Oh, yes, absolutely. First and foremost, Michael, welcome. It is so good to finally meet you virtually. Your name has been bandied about for so many years on this show, and it is really nice to be able to uh, associate a voice with the with the man, the myth, the legend, who is Michael Stover. So seriously, welcome. It's, it's great that you're here. Uh, I want to follow up on a question, uh, on a statement that you just said, um, and it's kind of a, a, a twofold question, and that would be, you encounter a talent, and they really are, but they're clueless. They have no idea how to market themselves, but they know how to write one hell of a song. And it's difficult for them to take direction. But you know that if you can mold this person, you've got a real winner on your hand, but they're obstinate. What do you do about that? That is a great question. Uh, they don't take direction well. Hmm. Um, you know, when it comes to dealing with artists, I know there are a lot of artists who have a hard time letting go. Um, this is their creative baby, you know, and, uh, and I like them to be involved, you know? So I would, I think that I would, if I really saw something and heard something there, I would want to work with the artist and, and keep them involved and, and keep them abreast of everything going on and take their suggestions. Um, you know, I think, especially when you start working with a new artist, there's a level of trust that you have to build, um, you know, most of the time somebody will come to me because they've heard of me through somebody else. So uh, sometimes there's a built-in level of trust, but sometimes it's, you know, just coming blindly to me and, and they do have to sort of build that relationship and, and we have to, you know, have a little bit of here's what I can do. And then I start doing it for them. And then, then they can start letting go of a little bit of the reins once they see what I can do. Yeah, to answer your question, I, w I would definitely, I definitely want to get involved. We, it would just have to be a process of, of feeling comfortable with each other, I believe. Okay, now I said that this was a two-stage question, and the other side of the coin is you get somebody that is eager to learn, is eager to be molded by you, if you will, and they want so desperately to learn and to be a success, but they're just not that good. Can, can, can you work? Can you work with them to to get them to where they have some semblance of decency in their music, or if it's just a lost cause, how do you let them down? Well, I, I think that if they don't have something from the get go when they're approaching uh, management companies and and publicists, um, I think that's really in their court. You know, they they have to bring that to the table. First and foremost, I don't take somebody if they don't have something that's pretty much ready to go to market. Um, so in other words, I don't I don't take an artist song because I hear them sing a cover song on on YouTube. And then I say, OK, let's get you songs and let's get you recorded in the studio. You know, they pretty much have to bring a, a studio recording to me and say, OK, I've got this done. You know, let's go. You know, let's let's market it. Let's let's get it out there. So I would just politely say, hey, thank you. You know, most of the time it's via email. That's how I like to do my con my communications. I'll say, hey, thank you so much for sharing your music with me. I really appreciate you reaching out. And um, at this time, I think that 
you know, it still needs a little bit of work, and I might point out a couple of the areas that they could improve in um, and, you know, leave it at that. Get back in touch with me once you have something. Yeah, we've, you know. had, we've had a couple of management folks on with us in the past, and I've asked a derivation of that question uh, each and every time because I'm, I'm genuinely curious about it. And the answers, while worded differently each time, are pretty much the same as what you just gave us. So it, it's almost like, I don't know, for lack of better words, is it a code of ethics on your part? Well, I think that you have to maintain a level of professionalism at all times. I mean, just because that person may not be uh, a good fit or might not be ready doesn't mean that they won't be ready in five years or that they won't know somebody they could say, hey, this guy was really nice, even though he turned me down. Uh, he was really nice and actually got back to me. Uh, you know, that's the, one of the number one things that I hear from uh, people that I turned down. They're like, you know, thank you anyway, and by the way, I appreciate you getting back to me, you know, because right. times out of ten, I think that uh, people just won't reply, you mm -hmm. know, and that's just, wow. Well, shine them on. Yeah, you can read between the lines and say, um, oh, well, they're not interested. They never got back. But, you know, it only takes a second of uh, common courtesy just to reply and say, hey, you know. Exactly. And yeah. that goes that goes to a word that you used, and I'm glad you brought it up, because in this business, there there have been rumors of people less than ethical. You brought up the word trust. Now, you're meeting, so to speak, uh, this potential artist through an email, how do you go about establishing a level of trust so that that prospective client of yours does trust you, believes that you know what you're talking about, and feels free to open themselves up to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, if it's somebody that has come as a referral or a um, somebody that's heard of me before, then uh, there is a sort of a little bit of built-in trust because they know what I've done for other people so they can feel a little bit more comfortable and might trust me. But if it's, if it's somebody that uh, is just sort of cold, uh, I think that, you know, you have to prove what you can do. Now that is, there is a level of trust on their part right off the bat because they're hiring me. But once they see, you know, I feel like I've got to go, you know, from the door, I got to prove myself every time. You know, you're only as good as your last client, uh, your last success. So there's no dragging my feet. I'm, like, I'm one of these people that once they hire me, I am off and running. As soon as they get me what I need, as soon as they get me some music, some bio information, some photos, like I'm starting to send it out, you know? <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> I understand. Now, so I think the first week or so of hiring me, they can see, wow, this guy's really got it going and he's really working hard for me. And I think that by doing that, you do start to build a level of trust right from the beginning. Well, if they do their homework and check your track record, uh, they're going to have a level of trust going in. And uh, one last question I'd like to ask, how does the artist present himself? What should he do, he or she, do to present themselves to you? Make sure that they, number one, make sure they're ready to work hard. <laughs> you can hire as many people as you want to do whatever you want for you. Uh, if you're not willing to hold up your end and put in the work, then you're going to fall on your face. I always uh, 
instill that in my artists, you know, that there's going to be a lot of work with this and you've got to, got to put the time in and get the stuff done. You've got to have a professional product that stands up to what is out there. Uh, it doesn't have to mimic what the current trends are or anything like that, but quality wise, it's got to sound like it's ready to be on the radio. It's ready to be on Spotify. It's, I mean, anybody can get on Spotify these days, but you know, it's got to be ready to, to be marketed to the masses. That's got to be the top thing, you know? All right. Essentially, they've still got to be able to do the work. You're going to help them. You can't do it for them. Exactly. It's a team. It's a team exactly. effort. You're only going to get out of it what you put into it. And judging from your record, you've done your part. You've got a, a really strong track record, and we are proud to be able to work with you. And we always let our guests tell the folks how they can be found so if an artist is looking to contact you for the possibility of working with you, how do they find you? What do they do? What should they include? Okay, right off the bat, they can go to www.mtsmanagementgroup.com, and there's a contact form on there. They can contact me through the contact form or my email is right on the homepage of the website. What I like is just a brief intro to who they are, uh, links to hear their current uh, material that they want to put out there. And, uh, you know, that's that's really it from the beginning. I want to hear the music. Don't just write me an email and say, hey, uh, I want to be managed by you. Right. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and believe me, I've had that happen before. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's the number one thing. Send me some links of current stuff that is ready to go. Uh, if it's a private link, that's fine. You know, it doesn't have to be on YouTube yet. If it's just a private SoundCloud link, no attachments. Don't attach MP3s. I don't like that. If you got a website, put that in there, too. Fantastic. Michael Stover of MTS Management and Records, thank you so much for coming and sharing of your knowledge and your program and telling the people how to become a rock star. We really appreciate you spending time with us. Oh, thanks, David. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. And before You're we welcome. let you go, we're going to let you be the co-host for a moment since our next artist is one of your artists, Michael Coleman of See Your Shadow, let you do the introduction, if you would, please. All right. Well, coming up next, you're going to hear the brand-new song from See Your Shadow featuring Michael Coleman as the artistic director, and this is Whatever on the Rocks. I don't need to ask them what's the matter. They're gonna tell me pretty quick He has a job he hates An attitude that's fake But he's paid so well that he don't dare quit She's been by herself For far too long She's tired of sleeping alone so they come in here to escape reality, sit right down, make these tools their home. They say, give me whatever on the rocks, make it something strong, fill it to the top, they'll have sober thoughts tomorrow, cause it's a brand new. So I can't say 
Michael Coleman, also known as the Metropolitan Cowboy and the ringleader of the See Your Shadow songwriting organization. We're going to have him come in here right now and talk with us. Michael, hello. Well, hello again. It's good to to be on the show again. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it has been that, and we're glad to have you back here, too. I've noticed online that you have been keeping busy. Isn't that the truth? It seems like uh, I've been working a lot lately, so much so that I'm working in my sleep, for Pete's sake. <laughs> well, the results are out there. You're you're putting out the stuff and getting it done. Uh, I know you've uh, you've been doing some running around too. Tell us what you've been doing now that COVID is over since the last time we talked to you. What have you been doing? Well, we've been still releasing more work, and and we've had a lot of success, and actually we've been winning a lot of awards since the last time I was on the show. And we've been, and we're up for several more coming up in the in the next couple of months. So people have just been really embracing the work, and we've just been really promoting the work. And I want to give a thank you to Michael Stover for the introduction that he gave me. I had no idea that he was going to be the guest before me, and so it was good to. Uh, we, we're good at keeping secrets sometimes. Yeah, and so I got to give a big thank you, a big thank you to to him and and the folks at MTS because. Because they have really collaborated with us and and have really really just helped us get our work to where it needs to be, and so big shout out to them. Well, as I've mentioned to anybody who's interested in listening, uh, Michael does a heck of a job for all of his artists. He's one of these. He, he's not just a management person; he's a worker. He gets out there, he does the legwork, he makes the connections, he gets the job done, and the proof is, I have never in the years we've been working with him, I've never had one artist express any dissatisfaction with him and for the job and position he's in that's unheard of yes yes for sure because you know as he was talking about earlier you know a lot of people don't want to put in their portion of the work and mm-hmm. and and it really does it really is a collaborative effort 
you know, be, be, between the two. The publicist is only good as as the artist, you know, who's who's working who 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 they're working with. And if you're not professional, if you're not if your if your material isn't right, if you're, I mean, all of those things that they, they go hand in hand. And I was fortunate enough that when he first heard our record, I will tell Jesus, you said hello, that he responded so well to the material, and it's been a uh, a good uh, fit and collaboration ever since. Well, I know one of the times I was talking with him, we mentioned that. I mentioned you as one of his artists, and he told the story about your first meeting. He said, I had this, you know, I had this first impression, as you will, no matter who you're talking to or going to be talking to, you get something in your mind. And he said, and then he come at me with that, and he says, I didn't really know what to say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just been a really good, uh, a really good run so far. And then we're gonna go for our, uh, we're trying for our second chart topper with whatever on the rocks. I wouldn't be surprised if you got it with that one because that one's got the sound of a good commercial hit with a good solid uh, musical footing and good lyrics, but uh, it's got a good catch to it. And to my knowledge, I mean, it's it's one of the few pieces told from from the bartender's point of view and, how, and and the service industry point of view how they see their how, how they see their customers and and I think and I think a lot of people will resonate with that who are in that who are in that industry they'll 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 be able to visualize the people that they that they encounter every day absolutely and that's an excellent point i cannot think of another song in recent years anyway that has been done from the bartender's perspective and the neat thing about this is it's not only from the bartender's perspective, because this is something the average listener can relate to because, you know, if they happen to go out to a bar, they pour their hearts out to the bartender, and now this will kind of ring the bell and say, hey, wait a minute, that's that's the other side of this same coin. But uh, speaking of the other side of the coin, the other side of my coin, John Bon Jovial is sitting there waiting for me to let him get in here. Come on, John, join the fun. Okay, okay. Uh, Michael, welcome. Welcome, welcome. It's great to have you back on the show again. And I've got to tell you, um, as a former country jock, you know, both David and I, we jocked country back in the in the 70s and 80s. And, you know, the hardcore, you know, cut the syrup with a knife country, which to me is the best kind of country. And this is right in there with it. I love this song. I mean, my hat's off to you, my friend. This is just so superb. I I can't say enough good things about it. I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy is channeling Charlie Pride. I mean, it is just, <laughs> to me, that good. It, it really is. So I want to congratulate you on on, uh, on on putting out a really, really good quality piece of material. I, you done good, son. You done good. Well, that is a, that is a very high compliment coming from coming from you, and I really, really do appreciate that. And I'm glad that you enjoy the piece, and 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 and, and hopefully and hopefully uh, others others like I said will will resonate with the piece as well. And and uh, yeah, you know, and we almost didn't release it actually. I, I, I oh, wow. didn't put it out. Yeah, yeah, because 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 our last our last record, which was crazy things like that, the the one that this is is coming on the heels on, uh, it, it was it was a toss up between those two, and and we had just we had just hit the top ten on the indie chart with uh, take it to your piece, take it to your grave, and so I'm like okay, I have to do an up tempo, I can't do another an, an, another uh, mid tempo uh, a ballot, so so I was going to shelve whatever on the rocks, and then I'm like. I was listening to it again. I was like, no, no, I gotta follow up crazy things like that with this. It's just, it's, it's, it's just too. It was too special of a piece. 
you know, you know I can understand that. And it, I, I think, it's a perfect segue. It, it's just it it, it's it's uh, it's a country song. It it's not this so-called nouveau country, the stadium country, the you know, <laughs> one thousand and one strings of Shania Twain country. I mean, it's country <laughs> music, and it's got all the it's got all the elements. It's got all the ingredients to make it a. You know, my mama got run over by a train while I was getting drunk at the bar, kind of a country song. I love it. It's just, it's yeah. really good. You got to tell Michael to get that Thank out you, David Allen Coe, by the way. The more ears you get this song in, the bigger it's going to be. This is one of those that's, uh, this is one of those that's, could be a classic in years to come. It's got the, it's got all the ingredients there. It's just got to be heard by the right people. So, uh, you get on mic and tell him to get to work there. If I were the program director at a uh, at a classic country station, I would put that in. I would put oh, that definitely. in. I'd experiment with it in a lunar rotation to see how well we do with it and see what kind of response we get from the audience. And my prediction is that it would go into more of a power rotation after that. I, okay. you know, you. I, I don't normally gush over an artist's song like this, but uh, uh, th- this is this is pretty damn good. You get a winner there. Well, you definitely well, thanks. do. Thanks. Thank you. That, that, that really means a lot to me. Well, Michael, what you're doing now, you're a performing artist. You're also a songwriter. And gosh knows what else you're involved in. It is, you've got all kinds of things going for you. But tell us about the See Your Shadow songwriting group that you have. Oh, yeah. Well, what we'll see your shadow is a collaborative network of uh, musicians, vocalists, and it, people who just really have a have a uh, have a love for the arts. Um, music is art is the flagship of of, of the creativity, um, and I'm at the top of the pyramid. I write I write all the work. Uh, either by myself or in collaboration with somebody from the network, and then I, and then I produce all the work. Uh, as well, and um, and and I even I even direct all the music videos. I, I do uh, every everything that that is created for See Your Shadow has got my stamp on it. I'm, I'm the one I'm the one I'm the one putting it all putting it all together for my ideas. Um, you know, we started uh, off. Um, we we morphed into a in the, into the network that we are today, but but when I first started, it was just me, and I wanted to present my work uh, as an entity as opposed to being just Joe Blow the writer trying to break into the Nashville market. So I created the the entity known as See Your Shadow. So so when I went, you know, you know, so when publishers would would receive my work. They would they would think that it was from a from from, from an actual entity, you know, right. and, and and that got me a lot of that got me noticed, and then we eventually morphed into the entity that we are uh, are today. But in those early years, it was it was it was just me uh, uh, behind everything, and uh, and, uh, it, and we just turned into we just grew so much because people were, responded to the work, and, and and that's what I always say when the work when people are passionate about the arts. And they believe in what they're doing and the work. It will find its audience, and the people that 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 need to be in your sphere will be in your sphere if they if they have the passion and the drive for the work. Absolutely, and that is something that we have discussed with uh, many of the artists who have stopped by our show here. Of the fact that uh, to boil it down to its simplest form, you provide the product, the good product, and people will listen to it. And uh, that's really the 
the simplest way of putting the equation together. You make a good product, people are going to buy it. And uh, it seems to work on a pretty regular basis. Now, you you have proved that yourself. You've had, what, five number one iTunes hits, haven't you? Yes, yes, we've had we've we've had we, we've topped the iTunes charts abroad five times. Uh, we've had uh, we've had three recent uh, uh, radio hits here in, here in the states, uh, which is which has been really good. I mean, we, we have a we have a big audience abroad, but 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 it seems like the, the audience in the states is, is is what we're really trying to what we're really trying to crack, and we've been able to do that with the help of MTS and with the help of our of our uh, last three pieces. You know, like I mentioned before, the last one uh, topping the national radio hits uh, uh, chart, and then the uh, independent music network charts. Um, and 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 so yeah, yeah, we've had the five number ones, the three top tens. We're going for a fourth with res, with whatever on the rocks, and 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 we've hit the top ten. That you actually played uh, one of our, one of our hits, Christmas on Cell Block Nine, for your Christmas show, uh, right. uh, and that, that and that was in the in in the top ten on the uh, excuse me, the top twenty on the on the UK iTunes charts, and uh, and then our female empowerment anthem was number two on their pop chart. Uh, so, so yeah, so so so, so we, we've just been all over the place with all different kinds of material, and 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 just thank God that uh, people have responded to us. Well, I know that uh, aside from uh, what I hear is your innovative production style, I'm not sure if we'll get time to go into that or not. But I know you're not afraid to color outside the lines, and uh, I want to ask you about that. But first, I want to give John Bon Jovi a chance because I know he's got something he wants to add here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael, a thought just kind of occurred to me as I'm listening to this uh, conversation about, you know, top 10 songs uh, on the, you know, the YouTube hit list and all that. Uh, I know you can't assume that everything that you write is going to become a top 10 hit. But if you had to put together a formula for writing that top 10 hit, whether it's going to be for whatever on the rocks or crazy things like that, which we're going to play in a few minutes. What's the formula? What's your thought process in trying to achieve that, that ultimate goal? Oh, you know what? That's such a good question. And, and actually I, I, I think what I try to do with, with, with all of, with all the material that I put together uh, for see your shadow is, is I try to have the human element uh, to it, it has to be has to be emotion. We're known for our work, for for the emotional component of our work, and and I think and I think that has got to be first and foremost. When when I when I sit down to to write something, I have to feel it, and and then then I have to try to translate uh, what I feel into in, into the work. Um, you know, a good um, a, a good example of that is is our breakout piece. I will tell Jesus, you said hello, and when people heard that for the first time, uh, they thought that it was my personal story because it's a story. It's a song about a couple that loses a child, and and people thought that was my personal story that I went through that, and and they were were surprised to know that no, I don't have, that I don't have any children, and and that wasn't my personal story, but I. But but when I sat down to write that piece, you know, uh, I I was able to convey the the raw emotion of of that couple, 
And 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 I think that is one of the things that 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 I think is part of the formula, because because I think people are are hungry for music that makes them feel, one way or the other, and 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 I think that's been missing in a lot of the modern work. You don't you don't have the you don't have the feeling behind it, and and I think people are always hungry for that. Well, I think you're you found a way to do that because you, as I said, you're not afraid to color outside the lines and uh, you proved that with some of the music you produced. I mean, a lot of us remember the techno dance version of the baseball classic, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, which just totally blew me away when I first heard that. I said, you've got to be kidding me. Somebody actually did that to that song. But I think that's that may very well be the first time that song has ever been contemporized since it was originally written. And you, you didn't stop there. Of course, you came out with uh, you came out with the first ever hip hop country and western recording, "Like a Kid Again." Is there, is there no end to where you would go? I think more important. I think we already know there is no end to how far you'll go with an idea. Let me ask you this instead: How do you develop these ideas? I mean, we all get ideas. They come to us in the middle of the night. They come to us walking across the street. They come to us anytime. And if we're lucky, we're able to hold on to them, remember them until we get to a point where we can develop them. But that's the key. You have to be able to develop that. How do you take an inspiration like uh, uh, the techno version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game or Hip Hop Country? How do you take that and develop it for a marketable product? Well, what what's so funny about about both of those projects in particular? Um, uh, well, 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 for Take Me Out to the Ball Game, you know, I was asked to write the the theme song for 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 a, a major sporting event, which was the uh, softball World Series. They, they were coming to Columbus, Ohio, and 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 the and the promoters of the of the event loved the. The theme song that I wrote so much was called "Stand Tall," which was their which was their tagline for that year, and uh, and, and and so they asked me to put together a a show um, for their for their headliner. So so they asked so they asked us the Sea Shadow to come in and do a set for them. And then I was like, okay okay, what am I going to do for 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 this baseball theme show? We have the one song. Okay, and, and and I need a couple of covers, you know, and 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 so I was like, and it was for very specific audience and so so i said you know what let's get these people dancing and i said to myself we're going to do a take we're going to do a dance version to take me out to the ball game it's a baseball themed uh <laughs> thing and we, 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 you know what that's what we're going to do we're going to open up the show with with we're going to get these people dancing to take me out to the ball game and, th- and that's where that came from uh, and so so you just never i just never know how you know how the inspiration is going to hit me and then with then when we put like a kid again together and I love telling the story because because it because it's such a uh, such a unique story. How that came about was that we were actually in the studio, my musicians and I, and we were going to record another song. And 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 the musicians just started jamming, all right. And so I told my engineer, I said, I said, start rolling. I said, I like what I'm hearing here. I want you to start rolling and don't stop until I tell you to stop. And so, and, and 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 so, so that's how we got the backing track. It was just it was just from an impromptu session, and then, and then 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 when I was listening back to it, you know, I said, you know what, this is so good. I was just like, 
we're gonna we're, I'm gonna do something with this. I said I'm gonna get a rapper to rap on top of this Southern rock track. <laughs> they looked at me like they looked at me like I was absolutely insane. You should have seen the looks I got. With and so and so you know what I'm just like no this is this is how I feel this piece. I feel I, I feel that uh, you know I feel that we need to do something different with this particular piece of music. And so I found this rapper from Flint, Michigan. I flew him into uh, uh, to Columbus, Ohio. He, and, uh, and 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 he rapped all, he rapped on top of the of the track and that's how uh, country and western hip hop was was combined. We were the first we were first to do it and then we when we debuted that at the H. H. Gregg, that's how that's how far back ago it was. The H. H. Gregg Country Western Music Festival in in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'll never forget it. And they just looked at us like we were crazy when we had the video uh, 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 going and the piece playing. I can only yeah. imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine, Michael. We are dramatically running out of time here, and I want to give you a few moments to tell the folks how they can follow you, how they can get in touch with you, keep up with what you're doing, and, of course, get your music, which is the most important part. Oh, sure. Our flagship website is seeyourshadow.com, and that's S-E-E y-o-u-r-s-h-a-d-o-w.com and our preferred uh, social media platform is facebook so so please just go to the facebook search for us on facebook and give us a like and i also encourage folks to friend request me personally you'll see michael coleman with the cowboy hat you know i'm known as the metropolitan cowboys and um and 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 just go ahead and say that hey i heard you on the show and and you know and, and just want to connect. I love connecting with uh, with our fans on a personal level because you never know where your next good friend is coming from. You're and, absolutely um, right. Yeah, yeah, and, and of course our music is on all the is on all the all the uh, digital platforms, and 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 you can see the videos and whatnot on the YouTube channel, and uh, and as well as the flagship website as well. Fantastic. Michael, thank you again so much for coming back and visiting with us again. Keep up what you're doing. We love we love what you're doing. We're going to play crazy little things in just a second here right after we thank you and invite you to come back and see us again. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I, you know, I love the show, and, and I would love to come back. And, and, and hopefully we'll, we will, we'll be coming back with a, with, with after we reach the top ten with whatever. Um, We'll be looking forward to that. Thank you again. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Coleman, as you heard, also known as the Metropolitan Cowboy from the See Your Shadow songwriting group. And here he is with Crazy Things Like That.
crazy things like that. Michael Coleman, the Metropolitan Cowboy, thank you again for joining us, Michael. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. We're all out of time here. We want to thank all three of our Michaels today uh, on our meeting of the Michaels. And John Bon Jovial, take us home. Well, I'll tell you what. What a great show this week. The music was fantastic. The interviews were just over the top. And uh, I, this Mr. Coleman, is gonna, he's going to go places. I, I really am high on his music. I, you know, I, I, I like just about everybody that we have on the show. But then every once in a while, we'll get somebody that's on a, a different level. And uh, I I think Michael Coleman is that guy. All right, enough. enough. I'm off the soapbox. Folks, you have done it again. We really appreciate the fact that you've uh, spent a perfectly good hour of your life with us here at the David Bowers Awards. And uh, we really do appreciate the fact that you took the time out to uh, spend a little bit of time with us. Thank you so very much. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from our studios on the southwest coast of Florida in Naples and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. On Anchor FM, I mentioned them a little earlier, you can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and make the music uh, for them a success by clicking the link at the end of this episode and each and every other episode on Anchor FM and make a donation. We sure would appreciate it. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday on WRFC-FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio and rochesterfreeradio.com if you want to listen to us uh, anywhere else other than the Rochester metro area. And you'll find that at noon Eastern on Saturday on WRFC, and then on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all the other folks here in the stables, we sure do appreciate you attending uh, to our needs for another hour this week, and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.